0: Hi and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa and joining me I've got Chris and Steve and we've got a special guest today. We have Mike from Adventures by Disney. Welcome everyone.
1: Hello. Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. So Mike, I'm so excited that you're here and you're going to tell us all about Adventures by Disney. Um, Do you want to tell us just a quick history on yourself and how you got started in this?
1: Sure. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here, and uh, it is a beautiful day outside. I know. Um, And we're inside. And we're inside. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I actually, uh, I started with Adventures by Disney in 2005, and uh, I've actually been guiding tours as an adventure guide for the last, I kind of lost count, but I think it's 10 going on 11 seasons, so 11 years. Wow. I've been with the Disney Walt Disney Company. This is my third time back with them. Uh, I started as a college intern in 1992, so you Whoa, can do the did. math. That's there. about when we were
0: there. We
2: yeah. were there in 92 as interns. Were you? College yeah. Porter were you the away. ones that almost
1: hit me in EPCOT parking lot? Because yeah, <laughs> I was a parking host.
3: <laughs> oh. They were the, the ones who house? spent all their time in their room.
1: <laughs> oh, then we probably Not did, Not together,
2: yeah. they didn't know each other. Yeah, we didn't
0: know each other in Disney.
2: Yes. Uh,
3: but we were there at the
0: same time, same time that you were there. All right, yeah. Roughly. Um, so sorry I
1: interrupted. No, it's okay. <laughs> okay,
0: so uh, three stints with Disney. Me to
1: whack yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I did the college program, uh, went and finished school, came back. I got into uh, was uh, marketing event coordinator at the remember the old Disney Village Marketplace before yeah. I still and, call uh, it Pleasure I- Island and the Fun Meister, and before the West Side came, mm-hmm. um, I was over there for a, f- a few years, and then got into marketing downtown Disney when they brought in some of the parties and then I left, came back and worked on this Adventures by Disney uh, test pilot, you left know. again, because I didn't want to live in California. <laughs> Do I regret it? Maybe, <laughs> no. But um, and it's just an amazing business. I couldn't keep away, an amazing company. And um, I said, wow, this is, they're really growing and this is an amazing product. And I had, for me personally, as a, I love, Travel and I love some a lot of the outdoor adventure activities. I was like I need to do this. So Um, I found my niche I think All
0: I mean. right All right, we're gonna jump right in with the questions and steve. For why don't sure. you get us rolling.
2: Um So it sounds like we were talking earlier and it sounds like you really love to travel and what was what's your favorite I guess adventures by disney that you've done If you if you had to pick one, I know you've been you've been on so many of that them.
0: he's been on or toured like guided.
1: No, either way. Okay. Either, you either go, you way. You can
0: answer both questions.
1: No, that's a tough. That that comes up a lot. Usually, folks will ask, uh, "What's your favorite?" And I I've been lucky enough to do about a third of the itineraries out there. Um, for me, it's a toss-up because I like them all for different reasons. I love geography. I love wildlife. I love uh, so Ecuador Galapagos would probably be at the top and. Norway, Norway. for me, was at the top because of the fjords. Um, I remember my first trip there, I was trying to hold back my emotion when I would see those fjords for the first time. They're amazing. Just blown away. But then I just had a chance to go to South Africa and lead a tour uh, over this past holiday in 2016. And you know, it's a whole different experience, but I, uh, toss up between all three of those. Maybe throwing <laughs> Costa Rica, Alaska. I like them all. I was
3: gonna say. Um, <laughs> sounds like you just named them all. That's like when people say to us, "What's your favorite Disney restaurant?" And like seven <laughs> restaurants, and ten minutes later, we're like, "I can't really pick one." Right. So.
1: It's a tough one. What is your favorite restaurant?
3: California Grill.
1: Ah, no, oh, California Grill is good.
3: But, <laughs> but I do like if I have the money, Victoria and Alberts is nice. Citricos. Via Napoli, have you been there? I haven't. Oh, you need to go, I, yeah.
1: Well, he's been to Italy probably. So it's probably yeah, but Via
3: Napoli is still really good pizza, and nice. the waiters are very slow. It'll make you feel like you're an alien. <laughs> we love them. Okay, so I have a question for you. Yes. Why would I book with ABD and not with any other tour operator?
1: Well, let me tell you. <laughs> 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 well, so, y- you know, here's the thing. Um, you know, I never say, hey, we do this, they do that, tip for tat. Uh, every, a lot of the travel company, everyone's really good. We go to a lot of the same places, especially when you're in certain destinations. We really use our Disney brand and what we're known for to help us be different in the group travel adventure tour business. And we do that mainly by taking our... Uh, you know what we're known for is entertainment storytelling creativity and we can use those with our brand to help interject different components within a group tour which other operators may not be able to do and you know examples of that uh, are we have a group called imagineers disney's imagineers now i know when we were developing these they were a major part of this they still are so any destination i can give you examples uh, of You know, uh, when we're in Arizona, Utah, and we're driving through the town of Williams, and we go through Route 66, well, we have the option of interjecting. Let's play Cars, right? The movie Cars, because it's in our Disney library. Uh, We have different components of uh, music that's approved, the Imagineers that we can use CDs, and just to keep, we like to keep our guests entertained at all times. And um, I think you know, if you go to the theme parks or uh, you know you're waiting in a line, they part Of the company philosophy is always to kind of not have you just waiting and standing still, you want to kind of move through the experience, even though you are. Waiting. Lines. <laughs> so, we'll call it a queue line, right? So, sometimes our drives or our flights or whatever it is, we kind of see them as queue lines, yeah. and we try and make that the most comfortable and entertaining experience you can. If it's doing games, we always have. As you know, two adventure guides. So, a lot of times the two guides that are working together have different assets that they're good at. I know there's there's a few guides I work with, not just internationally, but even domestically. I know, you know, if I work with this one person, she's amazing at coach games, you know, things like that. And we can interject. But um, I think it's using the brand to get back to your question and storytelling t- and entertainment without taking away from the destinations and the cultural experiences. Yeah. We want guests to be immersed into those destinations, but we don't wanna take away by by like coming in with all of the Disney magic, we just, I, we, we sprinkle it in. The unexpected is kinda of when yeah. the tours really shine and the guides actually get to come out of, they get to use their creativity and come up with ideas using our brand and the backing we have to create these moments that our guests are gonna, what could be a negative, you know, like, oh, we can't have our group on, turns into the most positive experience you know and and I think that happens all the time in any tour it's just hard to to know what they're always going to be yeah because uh you know you never know an adventure doesn't happen unless things start to go off path then the adventure really (laughs) starts and that's when we we enjoy that we get we feed off of that because then we get to kind of jump out of our box and get and start thinking outside of the box of things that we can do to push the envelope and exceed our guest expectations. Yeah. So, Well, you touched on that you have two guides, which I think sounds like it's
2: key, because a lot of these tour groups only have the one guide, yeah. and then it's hard to do all this extra stuff or have someone run ahead or have someone work out a problem while you just have the one person there with the group. So I think that sounds like it's a big plus and strong point for
1: Adventures by Disney. You're definitely right. I would say that's probably one of our top think and not just because oh it's a second guide it's the components that you have with that second guide so if it's for emergency situations you know you have you have two there that one can split off the tour can continue Uh, we've had those things happen you know during real tours things are going to occur but on a positive note too like with our junior adventures we do a lot of family adventures and uh, we give the example you know when when we're on some of our city-based tours you're in Italy and you're going to see the statue of David and you know kids uh younger kids don't have a very good attention span but we have that option to say hey all right one guide and we also have expert step-on guides that come in throughout the trip in different tours that we almost have a third person sometimes in certain uh activities and you know one guide can kind of stay with the adults they can continue to see the museum and the kids let's they you know they can hang for five minutes let's take them on a scavenger hunt or if you're at the Louvre we do a scavenger hunt at the Louvre and and kind of uh of divide and conquer sometimes but most of the time it's just being able to feed off and use different assets within a tour I know you know just like any personality you're all we're all good at different things and I think when you have two guides you almost double that that experience because um, you know for me personally I love the outdoors I love that but some of the guides I work with may be a little bit more focused on they know a lot of Disney trivia Right? Mm -hmm. So working together, we can kind of hit it from all angles. And and that's, I guess, yeah. And then not to get into international tours, uh, as you know, the guides internationally are from those destinations. They're cream of the crop, top of the top. They go through the Disney training, like a week training, any new guide that comes in. And um, when you work with them, there's so many stories that you can tell that having a guide from that country that you're working with for the guests, it's absolutely amazing because they grew up there. They've been through the educational system, the political systems. You know, The example we always give is I just had a chance to work with, with my co-guide in South Africa. He's amazing, absolutely amazing. He's, I think the tour has been going seven or eight years. He's done every tour that's been through South Africa. So I, I was excited I knew him a little bit and that, you know, to work with him and hear his stories as well that the guests heard about growing up in the apartheid. You know, and and growing up in South Africa during all this, those are educational experiences that I don't know you're always going to get because he's, yeah. you know, one of the best. And, they, and that happens everywhere. The guides improve. The guides in Costa Rica, China, Vietnam, Laos. I mean, there's a few of them. We get to work with them. Absolutely amazing, and they they interject a lot of uh, good stuff into the tours.
0: Okay, so we kind of touched on this before, but I'm going to put a twist on it. We asked about your favorite um, tour to guide. If <coughs> you could choose a tour to, to go on that you haven't done as a, passenger, as a guest or as a guide, which one would it be? Why?
1: Hmm. Do you want me to just pick the tour I would go on or my favorite, the tour that I feel most comfortable with?
0: <laughs> well, as a guest, oh, which see. one would you like to experience? Oh.
1: Um, that you haven't already. Well, yeah, here, this is what I would do. If, it would depend on if I am, if I've never been on a group adventure tour, travel, I don't know what it's like. I don't know if I would dive into a trip to Australia or far, far away internationally on a longer tour, not knowing what to expect. So I would probably, if it was my first one, I would probably stay domestic and take baby steps yeah. and maybe do something a little bit closer Depends on the ages of my kids, or if it's just me, or well, I'm it is like, just you. This is a personal. Me? This is
0: what would you do, having had all the adventures that me, you've Me personally, I've traveled yep. a lot.
1: I would probably. Um,
0: Which one looks the most appealing to you?
1: It's tough because I've been to a lot of those places. I will pick one and say I think I would go to. I would go to Italy. I would go to Italy. I've only been there on. I went uh, back on a personal trip and I was there during a, a major flood uh, about f- five years ago in Cinque Terre, and the whole trip got cut short. So I would like to go back to Italy and uh, experience some Italy, because from what I saw, it was amazing. So um, I would go to Italy.
3: Okay. Yes. Okay, so I have three kids. They're nine, nine, and 14. What would you? What is the recommended age range for kids? And particularly for the teenagers, what are you going to do for them Cause you know how they are
1: <laughs> <laughs> the teenagers no um well that those are that's the perfect age for really? these tours i mean i think you know the youngest or the minimum age kind of varies depending on the tour yeah. what activities you're going to be doing so um you know having nine nine and 14 is perfect you know the nine-year-olds would fall into our junior adventure category so hopefully usually there'll be other kids their age now, when you get into the teen years, we're seeing a lot more of a mix of teenagers now going on the tours with their families. Having other teens there is great. So I think, um, I think those, those are good ages. It really depend on the dynamics of the tour, but most of the places we go, they're gonna have an amazing experience. But to see at that age, uh, any, anyone that's under the age of 18 to travel to most of these destinations, yeah. I think is a blessing to yeah. see the Grand Canyon at nine years old, you know, or wherever you're gonna go to see the Great Wall, whatever it is, it's, it's amazing. So I think those are all good ages. They, uh, you know, we have age range. Sometimes we have uh, guests that are traveling as a couple, single travelers, we've got bigger families, families with families. Um, everyone's gonna come together anyway. So they're gonna meet friends, they're gonna have these bonds and friendships. They'll have a great time. That's
3: that. That's actually something I was wondering about. Um, what about a solo traveler? Is that awkward for them? Do they end up meeting people and having people to chat with and hang out with?
1: I'm glad you asked. I have a great story. Do you want to hear a great story? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we had a, 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 a single... We, every month we do get single travelers here and there. We're getting a lot more single travelers with kids, actually. I've mm-hmm. uh, seen more and more of that. And um, it's a you know the trust and safety of disney is a is a nice component i think that they all consider when they're going to travel and um it was costa rica it was uh last last year around we did a spring break trip and and uh we had an older gentleman i think he was 78 somewhere in there and uh he decided that he was going to go on this the family trip the adult only tour that he Originally wanted to go on something happened where he couldn't because of his schedule, but he still wanted to go to Costa Rica He blocked it out. So he came and I remember him talking to me the first day because everyone's a little bit You know, hey, yeah. what, who's here? How many people are how many guests are on the tour? Where are we going? And he said hey I I, I gotta let you know my story. You know, I I don't know How, how is this gonna go Is there kids like and I said, his name was John. I said John I said, you know, you're gonna have a good time Blah, blah, blah. so he started off with going in you know i don't know if i want to be around all of these families i don't know anybody but at the end of the trip this is what happens on every tour we become a family and i mean that i'm not just using these terms we become a family you just spent that's a shorter tour you spent six days together seven days together and at the farewell dinner john stood up and we had a few kids some teenagers in there he had now migrated in with all the different families and the kids love John it became like this this thing grandpa John not yeah kind of grandpa John but cool grandpa John I mean he was rafting he was zip lining he was you know he came out of his shell and at the end he he stood up right before we gave our kind of little speech that we do and he said do you know what he said he looked at everyone almost in tears and he said I want to tell you that I wasn't supposed to be on this tour and I was very scared to come on this tour as a single traveler. And he said, I just want you to know I am so glad I didn't go on that other tour and that I met all of you. He burst into tears. The kids burst into the tears. The families all literally started hugging. This is a true <laughs> event. And were, you know, me and my co-guide are like, wow, this is amazing. Um, so I think the embrace of the bonds would take over. Like They would never feel like they're just on their own um and and not part of the group because that would never happen and i've seen that happen not to that extent of the story in costa rica but i see that happen all the time so straight, long it, story short yes
3: Isn't try. it kind of almost emotionally exhausting because you go on these trips and you're there for like what is it a week 10 12 days mm-hmm. and you get to know these people really intensely i would think that would almost be like a little emotionally exhausting over and over and over again do you know what i'm saying
1: uh, uh, completely. That's the hardest part of the yeah, job. Yeah, because then you really got to say
3: goodbye to these people you've had all these experiences with.
1: It's it, it's the hardest part of the job, for sure. And I will speak for all the guides because I know, you know, we're a different breed, but we all have the same passion. Right. And, you know, we're not social butterflies, but we like to know, we, we're we there to get to know our guests. It's fun. You're there, for you're together for that long. A lot of the guides will go sit with, each family or different party at different you know at the group lunch at a group dinner get to know them talk to them see what see where they're from what they're all about and the we create bonds and friendships so it's it's difficult and we do it so often at some point you almost have to you have to to take it as a job but we don't and we continue it on with with social media a lot of times a lot of us will have adventures by disney uh social media things that we do to stay in touch with those families and i still do and the greatest thing this happens to a lot of guys is we since we have a high repeat business usually folks that go on a tour decide that they want to come back because they had a hopefully a great time and you know two years later um, we'll see them in another destination and they don't know it but sometimes we'll have a manifest before and say oh my gosh I know this family they in the last tour that they were on and that's an amazing experience So when you get to reunite it happens a lot in our business because the repeat business and uh, that's why now we don't call it a farewell dinner a lot of the guides will call it until we meet again dinner because most likely we're gonna meet up again so we never see it as a a last tour together I don't at least
0: well on that um, I have a couple questions if if I went on a, a Tour with you, and I just had the best time ever. And I thought you were the best tour guide ever. Could I find out what tours you were doing in a given
3: year? And would that be creepy? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um,
2: um,
1: well, that would that would be amazing. I here's what here's what we say. We don't always know where we're going, and we all have different schedules. As as is I'm a floater, so I get to go to a lot of different destinations. I would be absolutely honored, and I would be like, that is fantastic. I would tell you, though, that the our guide breed and selection is, is off the charts. I, I have a chance to train some of the new guides that come in. I've worked with a lot of the guides. We are all so different and unique that I think you would – you would be amazed at different, a different experience that you would get with another guide. Right. And it's going to still be at the level, if not even better, um, because uh, it, we're, we're all good at what we do. And one of the things I always tell guests, kind of to this point, if they've been on a tour before, one of the hardest things as a guide is if they've been on a tour and they've had this amazing guide before, the Adventures by Disney, and now they're on your tour and they were in a different destination, we have to tell them to clean their palate because all the guides are different. We're all different personalities. We're all, um, we all want the same outcome, but it's gonna, we're gonna get to it a different way. And so that clean palette is what I would kind of tell you. And you know, because A, they probably wouldn't be able to do that. I don't know because of the scheduling, but you'll ha- you would have an amazing experience with any Adventures by Disney guide. The selection process is, is, um, has really- no, It's gonna be tough. Gotten uh, tougher and tougher each year and more and more applicants. So. They're getting the cream of the crop. I think I'm I'm a little bit on the veteran side. I think I'm grandfathered in. Otherwise, (laughs) I don't know if I'd still be around. There's some amazing new guys coming into this company. So, yeah. Can we? I hope that answered your question. Yes. So,
3: can we ask you about the food?
1: (laughs) Of course. Well, the food's gonna be different because he goes to all all different places. You love the food, though. Yeah. Yeah. See, right now, this is off-season. This is Skinny Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, peak season, I at least gained, this is no lie, 10 to 15 pounds.
3: What's your favorite? Okay, and all the tours you've done, where did you have the best food? And, and like, was there any kind of thing that pushed that over the edge?
1: Um, I, the food's amazing on all the tours. I mean, a lot of buffets, a lot of private exclusive dinners. And, and I think the best thing is um, any tour at any hotel we stay at, because sometimes there's on your own dinners or lunches here and there where you need mm-hmm. it, but there's always breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So there's never not a breakfast anywhere, in you know, the omelet stations and things. Because we're staying at exclusive five star hotels, usually four right. and five stars. So uh, it gets hard to get used to that. I I'm I'm personally like a Cheerios banana guy in the morning, but when I'm on tour, I become, uh, you know, eggs and potato, whatever it is. But I would say the. Man, the best food on any tour. Um, They're all good. I would say Peru as far as the options, because it's a lot more buffets and fish and pretty outstanding, and we get to know some of the chefs down there, too. Um, There's one in particular in Peru who who I've gotten to know well, and I I love the the food in Peru personally, but Norway... uh, Seafood, I, I, I think, anywhere you go. Yeah, um, South Africa was amazing. Any, every, that's what every, I was I,
3: thinking. I was thinking the food in South Africa had to be amazing.
1: To, you, you get to explore, and it gets a little bit unique. Um, and you know, some of our guests like to go way off the charts and try some of the exclusive food, you oh. know, like the uh. They always come raring into Peru, like they're gonna try guinea pig, and then when it's oh, that, mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. we don't we don't do that, but you know, they've heard about it, they've read about it, and sometimes they explore, but I'm not a fan. But uh, I think I think you're uh, the adventure of food, any international destination, um, you get to try some new things and it's fun. It's nice. Yeah.
0: So what if you're not so adventurous?
1: Well, we always have. I'm, a lot of I'm <laughs>
0: speaking to the kids. Oh, of for course. food. Oh, for food. Yes, I well, wouldn't be referring to myself in any way.
1: We also, yeah, for the junior adventures and usually the teens too. We have, um, we always have kind of a different menu if they want it. Oh, wanted. that's so, good to know. Uh, depending on the tour, sometimes we do, um, we do pre-select meals. Like if we're going to be driving through in day three, we'll have something already set. We'll take menu orders and we'll offer the kids what they need. Um, but most of the times. But even buffets there's always options for the kids I mean the staple for kids is chicken nuggets pizza burgers you can't so, go wrong in any country with those
3: even in like South Africa they would have chicken nuggets on the buffet
1: they would to an extent but you know we as guides to try and push even younger ones <laughs> we create an environment where we even I, I personally do this I know a lot of guides do that hey when in Rome yeah right so even talking to the little kids, or the younger ones, now if it's not coming from their parents and it's coming from the guides, they sometimes listen to us, surprisingly or not, and say, hey guys, you can get chicken nuggets anywhere, uh-huh. but when are you gonna get to, maybe you're in China, when are you gonna get to have this? Right. You know? And so if we if we upplay it to the younger ones sometimes, it kind of exp- opens their doors up to new things, and so we don't have to get into that pizza, french fries, chicken nuggets every single m- meal. So, I think we'll, we we'll, we do, we always do that on the kids' special night. There's a junior adventure dinner movie night on every single tour. Usually it happens kind of in the middle to the end of the tour. And uh, we play a Disney movie themed to that destination. And then obviously the kids have their own, and the adults get to go have their own meal within somewhere in the hotel. So, um, I hope that answers no, your question. No, that's good to know. <laughs> and then you get into, uh, we're seeing a lot more food allergies. You uh-huh. know, there's tree nuts. I can't, I can't imagine a better company, because I know we take it very seriously, at all levels, before the trip starts, when the trip starts, and then ongoing.
2: I'm gonna stop Mike right here, and we're gonna do a part two adventures by Disney with Mike, because Mike has a bunch of stories from all of his different trips over the past 10 years so we're going to do a kind of stories of adventures by disney with mike on the next show so listen to that on mousechat.net also if you want to take an adventures by disney one of the mouse chatters can plan that for you here uh or if you're interested any of the pixies over at pixie vacations at PixieVacations.com can also go over all the different itineraries and plan your whole adventures by disney vacation for you and there's no cost uh for any of that to happen we just work directly with Disney. So there's no added fees or anything that we put into the package. And we make sure we get the best vacation price for you. So if you're interested, you can just go to pixievacations.com and click on the get a quote over at Adventures by Disney or in the show notes. I also have a link over there. So again, be sure to listen to our next Adventures by Disney show with Mike and we'll see you there.